man, we were, greatest game ever. We were running tight there, weren't we? We were too busy tapping <laughs> our gums. Too busy flat. Well, you know, it's the holiday season. We're giving. We're giving gum flapping back and forth for the yeah. fastest 30 minutes in Wargaming. I know Todd should be here soon because I saw he was already online earlier. I saw him over on the Book of Faces. So yeah, he was uh he was dropping some video of his car war stuff that he just got. Oh, very nice, very nice. So well, what have you been working on? Uh car wars. <laughs> car wars seems to be a thing, a car theme with in old Clem uh, Kadiddlehopper. Not not a whole lot this week for me. I, I kind of was taking hobby break and doing a lot of reading what? stuff like that oh, okay and, okay and, reading and is good research reading i actually took took uh jumped in on spectrum games as sale they were having through drive through rpg and nice ordered myself a hard copy of the companion oh, oh look at you look at you that's the way to do it oh. man you gotta have the hard copy yeah what's up spaz and todd are both here with us and we got a few other folks out there in internet land the land of the internet um, I have been working, you can see behind me, right there, I've been working on my asylum trying to get stuff ready for uh, Siege of Augusta next month. So that's oh. going to be the first convention of the year. Uh, even if CoastalCon hadn't had to be canceled, it would still be the first convention of the year for me. So I'm going to run some Twisted with Alan. Um who is going to be there with Discover Games. So be throwing okay. some Twisted down on the table because, well, yeah, because Twisted. All right, who do we got here? Tim, Mini Warmut. Spaz is recording for Urban Manhunt. Nice. Look, cool. we got two dings already because I said Twisted. <laughs> yeah, I know. My phone's all set up just in case we have another You missed mishap. it. You missed it. Missed you already it. missed it. I already said it. And I got to turn my phone down too, but it sounds like it. Holy cow. Boy, you're just over there blowing it up, aren't you? I know. Blowing it up. So, yeah, that's what I've been working on. And um, I don't know if... There, there you go. Uh, Ron isn't with us, but I did break out my bomb wick brushes. And I used them on my two new Twisted models. Okay. On the Human Torpedo and Cleo de Havilland. So... And that's just a piece of foam because the, you know, the little holes on your paint cup when you have the fancy, they never fit in there. They're all, no. they're all like this and st and I don't like it. So I like to do this with my really good brushes at first when they're new and eventually, eventually they just go in here. <laughs> but while they're brand new and have all the good tips and everything, I like stick them in a piece of foam so that I can keep the tips from banging up against each other and all that yep. good jazz. Yep. So that's, that's me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, what I've been reading, um, is the silver bayonet. Um, yeah. that's by the same creator of, um, star and Frostgrave. So it's got a lot of interesting read. It's got a lot of familiar, you know, things from those games but right he changed it enough to be its own thing right um it's kind of neat I, I i i'm digging it so far um you know and it has that touch of the historical 
in right, it. Right, right. Just so, just touching the historical, but not hanging yeah. out there for too long. No, no. Well, and, I mean, we were both Wild West Exodus guys, so that was really an appeal of that game as well because yeah. it was a nod to the historical, but hey, let's pretend like all kinds of different stuff happened, like steampunk and madness and Abraham Lincoln staging his own death and all those kind of fun mm-hmm. things. So, right now, I'm digging the giant spiders in it. The spiders? Spiders. Yes. Spiders. Uh, let's see. Todd said, get this, save the phone. I, well, it's a really big link. I'll have to check that out later um, for that. Actually, I might be able to check it out now. Oh, I see what it, I see. Service bellhop. So he's he's providing oh. a dinger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <probably That> is- <laughs> Yes, that is that is totally what you need. There is no question about it. That is what you need. Hands down. That is yeah, I need Santa a physical one in front of me so I can just yeah. hover over it and just wait the whole time, the whole time. Well, I know there's not too many twisted players in this group. Um Alder's not here right now, which is which is odd, but um I know he plays, but we're actually doing some some fun stuff in twisted some new stuff is going to be coming out not sure when but there's some cool cool stuff coming so get in now because it's going to be cool and you're gonna (laughs) like it (laughs) and all right say no more well shall we quit our jibber jabber and get into something that we want to talk about tonight now both of us think and you guys listening <laughs> may have to correct our old minds because I I went through old notes and everything and we kind of feel like we talked about this maybe part of some other talk we did um but tonight we wanted to talk about chaotic randomness in games uh you know many games you just do a and b happens but many games have a randomness that, you know, you don't see these things, you know, certain things coming. Uh, it's something that some players keep coming back for because they like that randomness. Um, and then I thought question is, do you like various randomness in a game? Why? What kind of thing does it do for the game? Um, how do you react to it while you're playing? So these are just some of the things we kind of want to talk about tonight. Like I said, we kind of feel like we maybe touched on randomness, but yeah, kind of wanted to go into it a little bit more. Well, I think um, I think pretty much everything we play touches on randomness mm-hmm. just by bent of having dice. I wanted to dive into it a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, no, but yeah, no, I agree. But just by bent of having dice, there's already an element of randomness. Yeah, right. Yeah, but but. I think there are, like you said, there's games out there that deliberately incorporate more than that. Even mm-hmm. uh, some of the stuff from Mana Press that we've talked about before in and <laughs> Spaz says, no randomness equals chess. That's true. Uh, well, uh, you still have your opponent. You don't know what he's going to do. That's yeah, You could just do a table flip. You don't know. Right? I mean, he could jump <laughs> up and punch you in the mouth. You have no idea what he's going to do. Um, oh. But you know, it, it it comes built in with that level of randomness. With with the mana press stuff, it was using cards, and then different yeah. games have an element where you have 
some control over it. So I'll take, um, say like Malifaux or the mana press games, tribal and brutal where you have a hand of cards. So yeah. there's an element of randomness to it, but you still have a little bit of control because you've got maybe five to eight cards in your hand, depending on what you're playing. And so, Yes, the draw of those cards is random, but you have a little bit of control by what cards you're going to put down and, and, you know, play in that numeric value. Yeah, so. yeah. So, dice, card draw. Um, do you like randomness in games? Um, I do to a certain extent. I don't like something that complete... If I, I don't like it too random. Mm -hmm. I do like a random element in it, particularly because I like to play narrative games. I'm sure competitive players, and I don't know this, so if there's any competitive players listening, I don't know if Tyler's on here tonight. He, he's a he's a win-at-all-costs kind of guy. But I'm sure the dice is the limit of randomness that they want <laughs> for yeah. competitive players. For me, uh, get your bell ready. Get your okay. bell ready. I got my bell ready. So Twisted has an additional <laughs> built-in <laughs> randomness, and that's the Eye of the Engine deck. Mm -hmm. And and there is a, an element of control for that as well, because you don't have to go to the deck and you don't have to play the cards. You know, you don't have to tempt fate to draw the extra card. Yeah, you have a choice. Right. But you get to do that because it could be random and good for you. It could be random and bad for you. But yeah. when it's good for you, it's usually really good for you. But when it's bad for you, it's usually really bad for you. So See, I... I I, I, I like randomness in a game. Like you said, most games that we play have some kind of random randomness in it. Um, what I, I like about it is it's basically not the same old, same old. You right. know, it, it, it gives the game a re replayability because sure. during the game, you basically you don't know what's going to happen. So it keeps it fresh from game to game. Um, yeah. And like with Twisted, it does, you know, it. it it pushes that that narrative, that story forward, sometimes in directions you don't even see coming. So that's right. that's kind of what makes uh, a game that has randomness in it exciting. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned yeah. cards, and I, the first thing that popped my head was Dracula's America, because that's how you activate kind of thing. Right. Uh, you're using the cards to activate, and, you know, you can try and plan for who you want to activate, but... Sometimes it just doesn't work out because right. of that card draw. And Twilight too, with the activation tokens, when you pull them from the bag, you don't yeah. know if you're activating or I am. Now Todd mentioned Deadlands, the card mechanic, but I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not familiar with what the Deadlands card mechanic was. Um, I don't. I don't know what it was. We'll have to maybe jump into that a little bit. But Spaz talks also Monster Apocalypse with the dice economy mechanic. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. cool. Now this one, Mike threw up here. This one, this is spot on, Mike. Don't look back, the killer. That is a huge, huge random element in that game. And and it is precisely what makes that game it probably tension. Yeah, it it's the tension. it's really the only horror game I've ever played that I feel like builds that tension. Um, I think a lot of other games they do a good job of recreating the environment, but not necessarily the tension. And don't look back. Yes, that yeah. that yeah, was. Yeah, he just he just dove into that and messaged me. I and saw said, the store still got a copy. Um, yeah, here Todd Todd uh, explained a little bit. So, and yeah, 
it's basically the theme of that whole game is, you know, it's a weird West RPG. Right. So to build the magic, you're building like a poker hand. So it's very thematic okay. to, you know, the, your wild West. Um, and it's kind of cool. It is a neat element that they have in the game that just kind of, you know, to bring that theme more into light. Um, gotcha. Instead of just, oh, it's a card mechanic, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I had, I was familiar with Deadlands, but I had never actually played it. Uh, yeah, I know. You got everything back there, don't you? <laughs> I know. Uh, my, my shelf of shame is over there. It's not a shelf of shame. It's a shelf of pride. I should put it right behind me just to share all my books. Cause sometimes it's just about having the rule book. Sometimes I just like to read them. What can I say? What can I say? Um, let's see. One of the, what, what's another game that, that I've done that has randomness, you know, outside of the, the basic mechanics of dice and, and, and cards, I don't see a whole lot of games and you guys will have to speak. Otherwise, if you do, if you know of them that, that have, an overabundance of randomness. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it seems very, I, I know the dice mechanics and card mechanics are important, but it seems almost peripheral for it being random. I yeah. mean, I realize the dice rolls are random. I don't know if I'm making much sense. I may be just rambling or as Todd said, jibber jabbering, but it, I, maybe it's just because it's the norm. It's like the norm randomness in the game. Yeah. And yeah I don't see is. a lot of stuff outside the norm randomness there's the like the bolt action and the star breach and um the well, judge dread game and twilight where you draw out of the bag for that that's random yeah. but and I, a lot of that stuff you know that used to, like you said that we're kind of used to you know we see it all the time right. type thing they're very similar um you know you you can kind of pivot with it you know and mitigate it in the game with like in-game mechanics so it, it's not usually such a big deal um yeah. and i i know some people don't like any randomness because they just yeah. they don't feel like they're in control um, right well i think todd spoke to that he said war machine and hordes took so much random out <laughs> almost like chess i never played either one of them um actually i was looking at hordes when i first got into wild west exodus that's what i was it was a toss-up between mm -hmm. malifaux hordes and wild west exodus Wild West Exodus one, by the way. Mike makes another good point too. Is Zombicide? I didn't even think about that, Mike. But that's a really good point. The cards. Now, if yeah, if you talk about randomness in like board games, pretty much that's what they're about. Um, unless you're playing something that's like a, a Euro type of game where you're just moving your guy to a place to get some resources so you can build this and that. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. I, I like randomness. That's the fun yeah. of the game. Uh, I, I like, I particularly like the randomness in Zombicide. And the reason is you can play one scenario and this has happened to us on more than one occasion. You've got everybody on the board and you just roll through the whole scenario. Like, man, that was super easy. This game sucks. And then you do the exact same scenario and you don't even make it off the first tile. Yeah. Just yeah. because of the random way. And like you said, that really contributes to replayability for it. You can play those same scenarios in a game like Zombicide, that mutant transitional game that's not quite a board game, not quite a miniatures game. Yeah, it's um, an in-between. It's like yeah. um, 
game board plus, but mini game light, I guess. Um, right. Oh, there, oh. Spaz oh, makes a really good point. Too much randomness removes player choice to the point of making it boring. Talisman. I have Talisman mm. right over there on the shelf. And yes, so random. Very everything about it is random where you're just moving around the board, hoping that you'll roll or draw the right card or find the right thing or not get jumped or land on the right this or that. That's well, very see, <laughs> that's how I kind of feel when I go to the casino with friends and stuff. I'm just like, oh, here, let me just throw all my money. OK, I'm done. Gone. <laughs> now, Todd says he loves Talisman. Now, here's the thing. As much randomness as there is in Talisman, I do, too. It's actually the first game I started playing with my little kids was talisman so so I, I got a soft spot in my heart for it my box could use a little use a little love it's got layers and layers of tape on it to hold it together so okay so we kind of touched on this next thing uh of like too much randomness because it takes your choice out of it right. but what else can we think of that we don't like about that chaotic nature of randomness um i mean one of the things i thought of is how it handicaps the players um you know it sometimes can decide who wins and loses you know you right. don't really have a choice in that of regardless of what kind of strategy and you know it could be just oh nope my you, you know you lost five points well, you know <laughs> something as random as that a positive to that to to kind of flip that on its head is then you have people like i used to have a buddy of mine uh he was um with the RAF and he was stationed over here with the F-35 squadron and he was, we played 40 K and he was a list builder. I mean, that was him. He was, he, if he was going to play, he was building 47 different lists mm. and he How would, would crush you. Decide that? <laughs> well, but he would crush you because he was so good that. at list building. He was so okay. good at it. He really was. He was amazing at list building. So the only chance you really had against him was the random factor. That, that was that was really the only chance you had against him. So I think that that can be that it can be helpful too to yeah, a person even maybe not as proficient and right. doing something. Yeah. So yeah. like people that like me that of course randomness doesn't help me either because my dice roll bad. So I, I'm just kind of in a that's why I build terrain and just set boards up and take pictures because you know I lose anyway. So it's okay though. And you got really dice your wife's dice roll better for other people for everybody for everybody <laughs> man it's not even funny yeah i didn't even think about that the randomness evening the playing field um a lot of times you know newer players jumping into a game you know you could have your guy yeah like you said that's a, a meta gamer and he, you yeah. know, he's played the game hundreds of times. He has every angle planned out of what to yep. do when this happens. You know, that randomness can, you know, basically spit at you in the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so. it can, and it, it does. It it helps to even the playing field because for those meta gamers, you know, they're good at what they do. When you're a good list builder, man, you're a good list builder. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and uh. Todd commented too. He said, dabbling players have a chance if there's enough luck involved. And that's true. Yeah. Now in a game like 40 K, if you build a doo-doo list against a really good list, he's going to yeah. have to roll really, 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 really bad for the entire night. So, um, I mean, I think there you're starting to get into like the balance of the game a bit. Right. Um, right. Well then we should stop talking about 40 K we're talking but about. That's balance. one of the things 
way back when when we played Monster Apocalypse. That's one of the things I liked about that is that I could play my 10-year-old son. You know, that's how old he was when we first got into it. And, you know, he doesn't play for strategy and all that stuff. He sure. just wants to smash. And a lot of times he did a good job smashing dear old dad. So Right, right. Um, Mike, bad dice rolling. He says he's the king of bad dice rolling. I will take you up on that. I'll take you up on that, Mike. I will take that challenge. I think, um, we may have to, we may even, we may have to have a dual kingdom here. We may have to divide the kingdom cause I'm pretty good at it too. I think, uh, if we ever get together at an Adepticon or something, I'm just gonna have to bring a big bucket of dice and just say, okay, you got to change those out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's some new ones, right? There you go, Todd. Better lucky than good. If you're lucky, you don't have to practice. That's right. And I can't right. be practicing. I can't be practicing because I got models to paint. <laughs> it's not my pile of shame. It's my pile of opportunity. I got a pile of opportunity to work my go. way through. There you go. So. What else we got on here for these randomness? Yeah. Well, let's see. Did we miss any comments here? I'm going to look through the comments real quick. Um, well, one of the things, so I think sometimes randomness, and I want to touch on this because this is just happened to happen. Happened to happen. So I was watching um, a Battle Hammer battle report i didn't make it very far into it uh but um they were playing twisted and the eye of the engine which is random the card came up and it was it was like a one in a million the mm. scenario had to be just right you had to have your people in the right position and you had to get that card and it was broken so sometimes when you have um randomness introduced into a game that can happen but see they did exactly what but they did exactly what you should in that situation gentleman's agreement hey this is going to break the game it's going to be over on the first turn i'm just going to redraw a card yeah. yeah yeah because it was it was uh basically a comedy of errors the stars had to align in order for all of that stuff to fall in line for that card to have that effect to win the game potentially instantly yeah um, yeah so so that is a risk when you have randomness in games is that you, you may have this situation that it was just impossible to play out in uh, play testing, just completely impossible. I like, how yeah. are you going to think of that? Yeah. Think, and a lot of times there's only so much play testing you could do with, with a random yeah. game. I yeah. mean, uh, I can't imagine the Excel sheet for <laughs> keep a right? track of that kind of stuff. Um, so a lot of times when these do get out into the wild, that's kind of when it, it runs its pace and yeah. like, yeah, that one in a million perfect storm type right. of thing. And and um, that's really the best way to handle that is the gentleman's agreement. You're like, yeah. yeah, I mean, we put all, we set the table up, we got our miniatures out. We want to play the game, just draw another card. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I, mean, I, I, I like to look at stuff like that with the randomness is okay. What is the rule of cool? And right. what is going to be really neat and, you know, be like this key point in the story, you know, right. um, we've talked about before, back in the day, playing Wild West Exodus, your hands, they do something just one in a million. And it's like, okay, that dude's right. getting a name. <laughs> right. Absolutely, man. When my dirt farmers killed Jesse James, 
boom, it was a beautiful day, man. It was a beautiful day. And yeah, and so and that's what Todd says. The home run million to one shot is the best story. And yeah. pretty much of everything I played in Wild West Exodus. And in the first edition, man, we played sometimes twice a week. Uh, I had a group of three or four guys that were playing regularly with me. And we were just, we were playing constantly. And that one in a million is what I remember more than any other game. That one in a million shot is yeah, what I yeah. remember. That's that's what makes these games with randomness fun, whether it's yeah. dice, cards, or um I mean what else could could a randomness be? I mean Well, I think the the drawing for activation and then the cards measurement if you don't have pre measuring. Yeah, yeah, that was old um old 40k did that. Okay. And and Wild West Exodus. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, yeah, you Wild West estimate. Yeah, and I kind of liked that because x-wing there's yeah. one for randomness you, there you, you go don't know. yeah the dial created an element of randomness but it wasn't random on your part no. it was you were dealing with a random element which was really which was really fun and that I mean, whole, the movement movement templates a little bit because you kind of gotta depends how good visually spatially yes. you could yes. be um because there's been many times when I'm like, yeah, I think I'll clear that asteroid. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yep. I didn't clear that asteroid. And that was why I liked the other games that used the the flight path. You know, I I liked the Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. version. I liked the Star Trek version. They were all really good because they all used the, the well, flight path gas, mechanic. Gaslands, too. Yeah. Very yeah, similar Gaslands, to that. Kind of the same thing. Kind of same thing with that. And I see you go for rule of cool. I like rule of mass destruction. That's probably my favorite part about gas. <laughs> that's land. actually a pretty good is, one too. Is whatever will cause maximum carnage, that's the answer <laughs> to the rules inquiry. Will you blow up or take two damage? If you blow up, that's what happens. Yeah, Todd, Todd said wings of war. Yeah, the flight path mm. system is actually where that came from. Yeah, was, from I was actually just checking out a sale on that and uh, tripods and stuff. Oh yeah. The triplanes and tripods. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it's like, a, no, it's no. A, yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. Cause you know, you could use the tripods for something else. I mean, let's be honest. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. You could see multi multitasking your miniatures is an important thing to do. The sale just wasn't good enough for me. Though. Wasn't quite good enough. Not yeah. quite good enough. They don't have a lot of, um, releases on the planes there's still a lot of planes that aren't out and so that's kind of, that can be a struggle sometimes they have some great stuff out but there's still stuff people especially in world war ii people i don't know how long they've been waiting for the p38 lightning yeah yeah well that's when you're starting to get into the historical crowd right yes yeah that so. one's his, that one's historical and hysterical sometimes <laughs> sometimes because it's because you're dealing with that randomness of the other person it's it's really hilarious uh, talking about that randomness same thing in uh x-wing and the other flight path systems is you're coming at each other to blast each other and then you both go like this All right what yeah. just happened we're not even going to be close to each other now so just that randomness and i guess that like we said that's an, an interesting perspective on the randomness because there's no randomness on your side except the dice it's just dealing with that so yeah. that's a little different. Hey, look, there's my kid right there. And oh, one, one, one of them. He doesn't. He hates being live. Look. <laughs> Here's a. I like this little story Mike's talking about. He played Sigmar games where the objectives 
appeared at random spots yes. on the table. Man, how do you, how do you, you can't prepare for that uh, unless you just stay in the middle of the board. Um, he said that they were fun though, uh, as well as it made you think differently about your strategy. Right. Uh, it's not like your basic strategy. Uh, you have to kind of think about, well, randomly if a happens, I got to be kind of in a certain spot that I can jump on it. Right. So that's, that's interesting. Well, I think that's about all the random we can get out of randomness. Yeah, yeah. Um, it wasn't a real deep and rich topic because I no. and I, I think it's because the ran the majority of the randomness is it's what we expect. We're, yeah. we're used to it. It's it's part of the game, yeah. uh, and, and it's just very rare that there's something unique random that comes in we kind of there's like i said i don't i don't know except for talisman being super random i don't know a whole lot of games that are just so random that you 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 have no control over what's going on yeah um yeah and if you don't like uh randomness like spaz says just go play chess just go play chess you you know i'm you could you could go play chess and you could still use your miniatures you can just use them for chess pieces. You just got to figure out who's going to be your pawns. You can definitely use 40K. That'd be easy because you got a lot of repeat models. So you just have yeah. your pawns and there you go. Marnius Calgar is your king. There you go. Perfect. Well, guys, um, just so you know, next week, a little, make sure these guys know a little bit. We're not sure, but we're going to probably do a Wednesday shorts for you guys. Uh with the holidays next week, scheduling will be a little bit weird, but we did want to do a Christmas episode for you guys. So uh, just watch for an event post. Um, we want to finalize it before we basically put up the event. Yep. But that's just something to watch for next week. Um, yep. Yep. But it's Christmas. Christmas time already. So we want to know what's on your wish list. Yeah. We so, want to know what's on your gaming wish list. We're going to share some of ours with you. So be thinking, because we have to be thinking too. What's on your some ideas? Oh, oh my gosh, this could be horrible. This could be absolutely terrible. What a great idea! I got, I got my notepad ready. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! 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 That's terrible. All right. Well, sir, I believe it is your turn to take us out. Um, and for anybody that can't join us next week. Uh, Merry Christmas, and we will hopefully see you for our hobby hangout that we're going to do coming into the new year. New year, yeah. New Year's yeah. Eve. New Year's Eve, which should be should be fun, and hopefully we can all get a little bit of stuff painted. Right now, Mini Warmut is painting some deer with rifles. He said, deer hunters. Get it? there you go dad jokes abound all right take it away sir all right thanks guys for tuning in to another episode of indie invasion shorts uh if you want more content you can find audio content on all the podcast platforms for your listening pleasure and for video you can check out our youtube channel for things like unboxings first impressions um you know just little intros to games that we like to do or even mail calls um please visit us on all the social platforms like facebook and instagram to see what we're getting into 
And please, please, please join our growing community over on Discord. Uh, a lot of people are on there posting their projects, and we are also posting our projects. So oh, yes. we love the interaction of the community on there. And a place that you can find the links to all these places is to look at our sponsor webpage, coastaltext.com. We have all the direct links to all these places I just mentioned. And you can actually listen to the audio on coastaltext.com. You can. And finally, if you would like to support us and what we're doing, we really appreciate it. You can visit us at Patreon slash Indie Invasion. But the best thing you can do is share, share, share. Tell a friend about the show. Uh, let them know what we're getting up to on here. And lastly, lastly, if you need something, Christmas is around the corner. And somebody you know needs something to wear, go visit us at the Red Bubble store and you can get t-shirts, hats, pillows. You can't wear a coffee cup though. Comforters. Comforters. Coffee cups that could have hot cocoa for Christmas time. So or coffee, which is what we'll have on New Year's Eve. Yep. Yep. But that's it, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us again on this Thursday night. And we will talk to you guys next week. So until then, prepare yourself for the invasion. Mm -hmm.